the podcast in. Face it with a grin. Come on, everybody. Let the podcast in. Which, now that I think about it, that's not even exactly the best song to parody for this movie, but... Hey, everybody, it's a whole new pod, the podcast all about Disney Channel original movies. I am Lucas Melby, as always. And I'm uh, Jacob Telejohn, as usual. And we're recording this post-Black Friday for the Americans out there, post-Thanksgiving. Yeah. Kind of on an off schedule again with when we're recording, so I'm in kind of a, a weird state of mind i'm hopped up on energy drinks lacking sleep the the christmas carols are playing now everybody's got their christmas music going as soon as as soon as that thanksgiving day ends nobody nobody cares it's just christmas music for the next month but something i'm not lacking though is enthusiasm for a little batch of films called disney channel original movie our favorite and honestly i don't know if we got anything to really say i mean what's new to say before we just talk about these damn movies. I don't know. You Nothing's got anything, new. Jacob? Nothing's new. Same old, same old. 2012, we're bringing to you Let It Shine. That's the year of the movie release. Not the, the year of our Lord. Not the year that <laughs> Jacob recorded. thinks it is. <laughs> Nothing's new. Rocking 2012. Got a big bump on my head. I don't really know what caused that. Ouch. You know, I'm really excited for, oh, fingers crossed, is the world going to end? Oh, I don't know. Oh, man. Shout out to John Cusack. Was he in that movie? Anyways, you want to know who's know in this happening. movie? A little actor named Tyler James Williams. Yeah. You might know him from, I guess he's in Abbott Elementary, which is a current sitcom that has some positive buzz, but also from a show called Everybody Hates Chris. Which yes. could also be the title of this movie, potentially, as we'll get into. So the movie we're talking about, if you don't remember if Jacob said it, it's Let It Shine. Kind of a an odd name for what this movie is. But it makes sense, because... It's it's a, an urban movie, yeah. as Disney probably would try to like market it as. It's a, a, probably the last one we had that was very much African-American or like Black-centric casting was jump in which uh coincidentally was also from the same director so this the is goat i think one of our favorite uh decom directors paul paul Hohen, Hohen, who has legend. directed based on letterbox i've watched 50 percent of his movies wow. he directed jump in lots of musical ones because we'll eventually get he's done all of the zombies movies he's also done cheetah girls one world camp rock two another favorite of ours eddie's million dollar cook-off as well as some maybe lesser ones like Dad Nap, but mm-hmm. other ones I liked a lot like True Confessions and You Wish, as well as Luck of the Irish. So he's easily kind of... the goat of um, the goat of the Godfather. Now that I'm looking Channel at him, I remember that Luck movies. of the Irish was 2001. So yeah, he's, he's... been around, he's, he's the Godfather. He's like the Steven Spielberg of Disney really Channel original know, movies. Basically, at least on his letterbox, all he's ever directed, he must maybe do like television episode directions oh, or okay. something. Because otherwise, the only movies he's ever directed are Disney Channel movies. They love him. And I feel like to... he couldn't have had a. A career where he just didn't direct anything for five years after. Well, like, and I mean, they're still Luck making the, uh, the zombies movies. Didn't the new one just come out like last year? Yeah. You know, respect. Put respect yeah. on Paul Hohen's name. Yeah. Give him a, an award. Let it shine. He's got a movie coming out called The Fablemans, I heard. It's about Paul Hohen. I'm sure. Uh, so, yes, this is, as I say, my first line. It's a black-centric decom. And Disney Channel lets us know that right away because we open... Uh, on a gospel choir singing oh, in a church. Yeah. And that's Love where we it. meet our main character, Cyrus, who is played by Tyler James Williams. And he's playing the piano. But then he busts out a laptop and starts turning on a beat. And it kind of turns into a, wicka, wicka. a hip-hop gospel yes. choir. Uh, they're singing the song Joyful Noise. And I really wasn't sure what this movie... I- I usually try to look ahead, and ma- I can't remember if I actually looked at like the IMDb trivia. Thought it was or maybe going to be like this. a musical, but or something. There's or one like, moment yeah. where it's like, "Oh, this is going to be that kind of musical that we'll get into a little bit." But it's mostly just like a musical with in-universe music yes. numbers, not For, yeah, not kind of the high school musical style. So this one 
It's the choir. The who, songs are actually being sung. It's not in somebody's head. Except for head. one circumstance oh, where it there? doesn't happen. Okay. Uh, but I really like this opening number, Joyful Noise. It yeah. kind of turns... It was fun. Yeah, it's great energy. Fun fact that I discovered just by looking at the cast list is that among the characters in this choir, choir girl number one specifically is played by Hallie Bailey, not Barry, who mm-hmm. is going to be Ariel in the upcoming Little Mermaid live action movie, which I'm not mad about that movie because she's black. Of course, I'm mad just because I don't like most of the Disney live action remakes. They're generally soulless and mostly seem like cash grabs and don't need to be made. But The Little Mermaid, the original, one of my favorite Disney movies. And I'm sure she's... I couldn't necessarily pick up on her singing voice in this big group number, but I like this song. Her sister was also in it, Chloe. And I guess they have like a like an R&B like group called Chloe X Halley. Oh, I think I maybe have heard of them. I guess which, yeah, I, I, didn't, was... I didn't realize that. I mean, this aerial announcement, I feel like, happened years ago. But then it only like kicked up again this year. I, I must have gotten delayed because of the pandemic. Whatever. Moving on from that, there was a girl who did look. I was like, which one is it? Because they both, there's two girls that look kind of similar. And yeah. it must have been because they were sisters. But the pastor at this church, who we could call Papa. Papa Pastor. Papa Jacob. Papa Jacob. Is Cyrus's father. He's the pastor there. And he does not like hip hop. It is very much like Footloose with John Lithgow's character being the church pastor who doesn't like, I guess, music or dancing of any kind. This pastor, as the movie will go along, really does not like hip-hop, he, rap. He believes it should be banned or the, from the community. The culture associated with yeah. it. Yeah. And that's one, that's kind of like the B-conflict of this movie. Because this is a, a longer decom. I guess it's an hour and 40 minutes. So there's uh, a decent amount of character interactions in depth that we get. Further along of his dad not liking hip-hop, Cyrus is trying to hide beyond, I guess, playing it in church, which is a mistake. And his dad's like, don't do that again. But he has to sneak out of his house to go to the local club Off the Street. Love that. So, so That's the name of the club. Yes. So the Off the Street Club is... Well, it's off the street, obviously. It's, it's, it's Whoa, in like a building. Down. <laughs> but... It looks exactly like a street. Like they have streetcars inside. Mm. They have, you know, I don't know, like like fire escapes. They got and like stuff a food and, truck kind of thing yeah. about inside. Okay, that makes sense. So it's it, it's it's fun. You know, it's a fun fun play on words. There. And they are very proud of the signage. Maybe it's a real club. I don't know because whenever, probably at least seventy five percent of the time, when there's a scene in the club, they'll have an establishing shot of them panning up yeah. for the full sign of you off the street to be like, "This is where we're at." Yeah, you paying attention. So at this club, Cyrus is a bust boy. He helps with clearing dishes or whatever, even though this is like a teen club. So, you know, they're getting soda cups and pizza slices or whatever. Uh, We kind of feel like Cyrus is probably... So this is his second job, or he might even have a a third. He's the choir director at the church. I don't know if he really gets paid or not. They never go to school in this movie, so we kind of feel like... We think like he's out of school. He's 18, maybe, at the least. Yeah, they're the older. Actually, he's 15, apparently. That's what it says in here. He is 100% not no, 15. He does not seem 15, that, but they, his character is he, supposed to be He's driving 15. a fucking moped at times. He's got to be at least 16, right, to drive those? I don't know. It says 15, but I, I agree with you. I, I think he's much older. Put that kid in school. Rap, <laughs> rap is the least of his problems. <laughs> So something that seems to happen at this club are rap battles where we meet kind of the primary antagonist of the movie, Lord of Da Bling. Thanks, Disney Channel. (laughs) Love that name. Lord of Da Bling, I thought was in Camp Rock 2, but honestly, that might have been a different guy. Well, Uh, so he's played by Brandon Michael Smith, who's very familiar. Like, you might know him from, what do you say, Phil of the Future. Um, He was in a couple couple DCOMs, uh, Starstruck. That's the one we know him from. Yeah. But Jacob didn't even remember who he was in that movie. No, I... I, Jacob doesn't even really remember that movie at all, despite him saying, I think this is pretty good. I think this is a good movie. (laughs) And he is battling, rap battling against, I thought it was maybe going to be Cyrus's friend Chris, but it's just like another guy, and I think he must win. But this rap battle kind of functions as another music number because... 
there's like girls singing in the background and then there's like they dance for a lot of fun numbers and... like this throughout the movie like a couple songs that we will maybe get to here shortly no, we won't discuss them at all were sung maybe three or four times maybe a couple too many there, there might have been a few rap battles we uh we could have seen that were you know, maybe he had to get sacrificed to, to and it's plug in these other this songs. This song specifically, where in my notes I wrote, it is established as a definite musical, even though this is the outlier, because Cyrus is, while this rap battle is going on and the music is still playing, Cyrus is clearing away dishes and stuff and singing or rapping to himself along with the music about like, oh, I'm too shy to get up on stage myself and that kind yeah. of thing. But that's the only time in this movie that it's like that. You think that was a dream sequence? No, it just it no. It, they aren't really like I mean, I guess they're not necessarily breaking the rules, but when that kind of thing happens in a musical, you expect other things like that to come up in the musical. Okay, but yeah. they don't I, I ever hear what you mean, yeah. all the other music numbers are like they're in the recording studio, yeah. they're doing a music video, yep. they're at a concert or well, I, I but but I yeah, I you know, like you know, I I don't think it was a dream sequence. I like, like No, like, I I, like I literally yes. never no, said it was no, a dream sequence. Correct. But I I, I thought you were saying kinda of how in, in high school musical how we do get a lot of dream sequence songs and stuff. Well I, I wouldn't necessarily say they're dream sequence songs. It's like I I don't I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Like, gotta get you, gotta get you, gotta head in the game. Like, I mean, yeah. that's just that practice. Yeah, but that's like a dream sequence. No, that's like, not... like it's not actually happening. Like, they're not actually just like bouncing balls and singing songs that. as the team. I don't think that's the one that's the dream sequence. I think Troy has a song later on, or uh, Gabriella has a song later on, or just not happening. Sequence. I don't know what the proper term. No, is. but that High School Musical is specifically an example of a musical where those kinds of songs. Like the whole status quo song. Yeah. That is a song that I, is happening, and it's just showing the discussion of the characters in this. Fair. And that's what I'm saying is this seemed to have been a music number like that because Cyrus yeah. was getting in, but then that is never brought up again in no. the rest of the movie. So thank you for thank you that tangent. You're welcome. That cul-de-sac. Yeah. Uh, Cyrus, I guess Lord of the Bling. The Bling. Put respect on his name. Respect. Wins the rap battle, and everybody's like, yo, you're so good. But Cyrus is like, man, you ain't even, you don't got y- Your rhymes are weak. Yeah, he says, your rhymes suck. And then Lord calls him out and calls him Urkel. And he's like, hey, well, get up here, battle me. And Cyrus is like, mm. he's, he's kind of like Radio Rebel, where he's like, no, I'm too scared and shy. Yeah, he's, he's very shy. So he leaves the club, and essentially, his friend Chris, who I guess we have, I haven't even introduced yet, he has a friend Chris. Who everybody hates Chris. Chris kind of sucks in this movie. Yeah, but they're I don't like Chris. they're longtime friends. Chris is big into the hip hop. He had called Cyrus earlier to be like, "Come on, where you, you don't got to sneak out, do you?" And it's like, "Nah, son, I don't got to sneak out on my own, man." And but then we he immediately does need to sneak out. see him, yeah, crawling through his window. Uh, but Chris is just like, "Man, you got the lyrics, you just can't perform them. You can write it, but you can't spit it. You can't rap it." Yeah. They're watching a music show, kind of a, I don't know, MTV or VH1, BET kind of thing, where we see uh, major character Roxy, who is apparently a hot pop star, who is Roxanne also Andrews. a former classmate of theirs. Back in the kindergarten days. And they're going to say, oh, she looking good. Mm-hmm. She ain't missing a thing. Mm-mm. And apparently she's doing some kind of song contest where, you know, people submit a song and... They she, can make she reviews it them, big yeah, or like, whatever. You get your song made into like a music video or something like that, yeah. So both Cyrus and Chris are going to submit a song. We get an immediate montage of another like, kind of singing montage of him working in his yeah, home studio. Essentially, the song that we're listening to is "Don't Run Away," which is the song that we he hear ends like up four other times, yeah. and we just see his process of like. Writing the song. Oh, he's working so hard. Oh, no, he's late for choir practice. So, like, he's got to be, like, loud, though, and making noise. Like, I don't know why his dad's, no, I don't know. like, catching on to him making he's rap just, music you know, in the he's house. He's recording his audio underneath, like, his bed. Like, does his dad like, not know he has a keyboard or whatever the heck? singing it like the kid in Chug Jug with me. <laughs> I mean, his dad just thinks he's, maybe he does it when his dad's out of the house or something. Who knows? And when his dad's there, doesn't he just really. has the keyboard setting to, you know, church Church organ. music. Uh... So it's, it's, the it's song is okay. Good. Yeah, we, uh, but I yeah, liked it. We do get plenty of it in, yeah. in the movie. And he fills out like the 
this basically like a weird like child worksheet yeah, that he was, like writes and be like, "This is my song. My name is Truth." Do you remember me? We went to school together. And he, it said that, didn't it? Like we were in kindergarten like together. And he has a picture along with his CD of him and Chris. Yeah, and Roxy gets it, which and is it's like, "Shit, this is the bomb!" And look at this picture. I know Ooh, these people. This guy's hot, and she's looking at Chris. Well, see, like, because Cyrus I, is. He's gangly and weird. I think her manager's the one that suggested it's Chris. If you go back and watch it, I think it's the manager that's like, oh, look well, at him. Well, she just says, oh, he's cute. I mean, it's a picture of two guys, so. I, I, don't, I, I don't know who first of, of the two is the one that identifies I mean, I think the idea is that they both, I mean, it's just the idea of the music industry prioritizes yeah. looks or looks. whatever. So the bias of roxy she assumes chris was the one who submitted it because he's hot he's not, not hot chris. he's not an attractive or man not, sorry not chris chris well, from everybody hates chris cyrus he, yes we, we get some cute you know disney channel boys he's not a cute boy i don't know where the confusion comes from jacob is not the authority on who's a cute boy or not but he'll tell you which girls are the cute girls <laughs> yeah happily maybe even uncomfortably so oh no uh I essentially, I guess, because he was working so hard on the CD, Cyrus is late for church and makes a scene with a squeaky yeah. door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's some other point he's late and he's dropping all of his, like, rap lyrics and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. He's always late to church, like, all the time. By dropping his rap lyrics, I assume he just Sheet mean, like, music. his notebook. And yeah. not, like, he's walking in and like, motherfucker, <laughs> shit. Oh, I wish. He should have. Uh, but he comes in and his dad is giving a sermon. And his dad goes off on him in front of everybody, like to embarrass his son. Well, it's not so much directed at him. Just kind of maybe just that, oh, These youngins ain't was... got no respect. They come in and late. They don't got well, no... Well, they don't like to go to church yeah. because they got to sleep in. And they're sleeping in because they're up late at the club listening to the rap music. That's right. The girls' skirts are too high. The Ooh. boys' pants too low. Ooh. And it's just like, okay, Disney Channel. <laughs> We but, get the message, I don't, I, like, you know, written by, I mean, it wasn't written by Paul Holland, okay? He's just directing it. But the the guy who plays the pastor, he seems kind of familiar, but I can't... His, I his name is stuff, Courtney B. Vance. And he wasn't in, like, anything I really recognize. But Courtney he does with a, a good, C. Interesting cool, thank name. you. This Google search results is fascinating. He does a good job as the pastor. He is funny, as well as condescending to the children of the movie. Uh, since Roxy liked the song that was submitted by Cyrus under the alias of Truth. Oh, that would be ironic as the movie goes Truth. along. The TV crew she's doing the contest with arrives at the club that Chris and Cyrus are at. And they approach Chris because of the picture and say, oh, are you Truth? You submitted the song. You won the contest. And he's like, uh, yeah, so that's me. They don't drop the name Truth They yet. say it like once offhand okay. and maybe not like. Yeah, you know, it might like, be like they're walking him. up to him and like, this is truth, but he doesn't really like, yeah, I, they're not like, you are truth, right? And this was the title of the song that you definitely yeah. submitted. They're very much like, you submitted a song, right? Well, yeah. you won. And uh, yeah, I tried to pay attention to, to that to see like where like the confusion first happened. Oh, I appreciate you trying to pay attention. You know, well, I was trying to notice when it, when it first happened and, and how they, how they know, realized when they, you know, where the confusion came from or how. You know, they came to be. So Roxy then also shows up and she's like, hey, Chris, remember me? You're hot. And Cyrus, you look exactly the same. Yeah. And then, then Cyrus like fumbles over his words. Yeah, for like, he's a regular Jacob Telejohn. Yeah. She comes, 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 she comes, 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 comes. Yeah. But he eventually just says, you're awesome. And he gives like a, like a, a swinging thumbs up. He's like, you're awesome. And he, he's got an awkward smile that he uses. And he's like, oh, hi. she's like, okay. <laughs> and then Roxy, the crowd's like, play us, do a song, do a song. And she's like, oh, I didn't plan on this. But then she gets on stage and she has like backup dancers and yeah. like a whole choreograph. She, she does like a whole music video here. And it's another fun one. I think we get two or three of these throughout the whole movie. So this one is called music videos. What I Said. My notes say another good song. Overall, yeah. I think this movie, uh, maybe like Camp Rock Two more. Di I just the music. Like overall, I think the music is very consistently good in this movie. Yeah, I mean, this isn't this isn't a musical. I wouldn't. Is it? I don't know. 
<laughs> you just took me on that long cul-de-sac of talking about what kind of musical this is, and you're like, I don't think it's even a musical. I, I don't. I don't think it is. There's a lot of music in this non-musical, then, Jacob. Yeah. All right. Uh, Lord of Dubling is like, what? Chris won this contest? That sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Chris sucks. And I say it, it, it is bullshit that Chris won, because he didn't win. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. And this is where I just kind of started to hate the, the, his, his friend character. So I just, I don't Cyrus know. Cyrus puts the pieces together like, oh, I sent that dumb picture, and she just must assume Chris. Because the picture, Chris is closer to the camera than yeah, uh, and, Cyrus. And, and right here, they wanted to solve it like right away. They wanted to like get it, you know, resolved. And he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go talk to Roxy." Well, and Cyrus then, wants to Cyrus. Fix. Yeah, so Cyrus goes out there to talk to Roxy. Well, he's he, telling it to his um his boss, isn't he? Maybe. Yeah, he was telling it to the the club owner Levi or whatever. Yeah, he goes around the corner, but then he sees sees Roxy with him and he's like ah fuck I can't do it now well no Chris comes up to him and it says like hey this seems like a good thing going let's just yeah keep this lie going or it's kind of like hey Roxy seemed really into me and Cyrus is like okay I'll help go you along lie to this girl yeah. and that leads to them both going into a studio the next day to re-record Chris or Cyrus's song the, for the a same music video. song and they're able to kind of, because essentially, Chris sucks. He He's can dance, awful. but he has no musical ability. He can't match uh, Cyrus's flow. His his he, like he freestyles to her at some point, and it's just really bad. But fortunately, the studio it, it's crew very dark. is late, so yes. Cyrus is able to cover as kind of the production manager. Which then means he can just be alone with Chris in the studio and he can just sing the lyrics himself. Yeah. But then Roxy comes in and hears them. So then Chris... I, I hate that it's Chris and Cyrus and that one of the characters used to play a character named, named Chris, Chris in a sitcom. <laughs> so then Cyrus ducks down and then she just sees Chris in the studio and it's whole thing where... Then, yeah, he tries the freestyle for her outside to, like, be and romantic, and he it, sucks. It's really bad. He's like, oh, I'm just playing with you, girl. And then you start to hear Cyrus in his... Because he has a headphones on. Yeah, so then Cyrus pulls up a microphone from inside of the studio. And he's like, you know, oh, to girl, do the whole, like... He's so sweet. When I see you, I want to beat my meat. And, you know, he's just, like, saying all these... It's more sweet stuff. It's more loving and tender. Yeah, and something caring. that you can't, you know, just come up with on the fly. Right. No, he's a very romantic guy. You know, ladies. I'm not a rapper. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> but I'm not a rapper. <laughs> and yeah, it keeps going because then there's like a whole thing where then Roxy, I think, leaves, but then she comes back. But then the, it's, they dock and stuff. Cyrus is a, the one standing up in the studio. But it's it's like the lights are off or something. It's uh, not very even dim. that dark. No, it's not. It's it's silly. But they but, they try to shadow his face so she can't see him. Apparently, I don't know. And he so Roxy singing. doesn't see that it's not Chris. So yeah, then yeah, yeah. Cyrus is like, "Well, let me talk to you through a song." So then he performs a song for her, and she's like. That was I, good. I, I mean, the song wasn't it wasn't just like an acapella. It was like it had everything. It had backup vocals. It had yeah, all the... Yeah, it was called You Belong to Me. Yeah, and, and she it, loves it. It was another it was good. Loved the song. Loved it. And then things between Chris and Roxy kind of just continued to escalate. So, yeah, she comes into the studio with him and they duck again or whatever. And he's like, oh, girl. And then uh, Cyrus goes out and he's like, oh, hey, guys, you know, sorry uh, to interrupt you, but... Let's run it back. So they were going to kiss here, and he, he didn't want them to kiss, so he has to interrupt. interrupt oh, were they about to kiss? Yeah, I think so. So apparently, and I don't think I really mentioned it ever in my notes, but it comes up later at the end of the movie, so I should mention it now that there's this whole thing about... At first, they just refer to it as like the Grand Slam, which made it seem like it was maybe an awards show or some kind of just normal concert thing, because they're going to have Roxy sing. But it actually turns out that the Grand Slam is a, the Grand Slam rap contest, that then Roxy's going to perform there, but she's like, oh, you got to be a really good singer to perform there. And then there's this whole plot line for her that she's using a vocoder, which I think they should have just called like autotune. Yeah. I don't know if autotune is like a brand name technically or something. It's weird for them to refer to it as a vocoder because I, that just makes you think of Vocaloids like Hatsune Miku. And oh. uh, I don't know if people really know what vocoding is, but it's not. she's not using her natural voice, but... Cy Cyrus. Cyrus is like, but you're such a good singer. So that's all to say that this whole Grand Slam thing 
is in the background and then eventually gets to the point where it's going to be Chris and Roxy performing together. Yeah. And Chris just keeps going along with all these things being like, yeah, I could totally perform live and not be able to lip sync to this so, music. Yeah, and it, it, like I, I didn't like that aspect because clearly he can't. He can't sing. He was always making the plans before asking Cyrus, so I don't know. It just kind of annoyed me. But essentially, it's just like, yep, I'll do it. And then he just comes to Cyrus and be like, you can figure this out for me, right? Yeah. So Cyrus is getting pissed at Chris. And this whole time, um, Chris's kind of attitude is getting more like, selfish you know like the whole time he's just starting to act like a jerk not likable after you know probably about here so cyrus goes to the owner of the club levi for some advice and levi's just like gotta stand up for yourself you gotta show the world that you're truth tell him the truth truth of course the irony of chris being truth is that it's all a lie it's all a lie there's some footloose like uh song here because Cyrus is kind of moody and angry and like Kevin Bacon where he goes and like rocks out in that abandoned warehouse. Cyrus is kind of setting up the the club and singing a song He's to himself. He's dancing, singing, and who shows up? At first it's just him kind of cleaning up, singing this song called Guardian Angel, but then he gets up on stage and is using a microphone and Roxy, who I guess was supposed to meet Chris there, just comes in yeah. and sees him, but then Cyrus is like, the mic wasn't even on. Well, yeah, she's like, wow, that sounds exactly like Chris when he's performing. (laughs) And Cyrus is like, oh, yeah, I was just lip syncing to Chris's music. Yeah. Roxy, you are so dumb. Like, she should have figured it out right then and there. I mean, she's like, she watched him do it for, I don't know, 30 seconds, minute, like him continuing to sing. But then Chris kind of flakes out on her. So Cyrus is able to ask her out for dinner. Yeah, and it starts to pour outside and they're eating under umbrellas. And it's on their walk to the restaurant is where Cyrus says... Hey, you used to be such a good singer in church. Why don't you use your real voice instead of this vocoder? And they continue to connect on that a very like deep musical level. Yeah, and they talk about, oh man, I love opera. Oh, you love opera? Do you like this? Do you like that? There was there was a point earlier, I think, where um Chris says that he loves the Beatles or something, and she asks him, Oh, what's your favorite album? And he says, Greatest hits. Which is <laughs> it's a funny thing. Yeah. And Potentially could be accurate. I mean, what's my favorite, like, Eagles album? Well, the Eagles' greatest hits. Yeah. It's got, I mean, they got all the good songs on there. Yeah, that bingo. Uh, and it just becomes clearer. Or... She's connecting with Cyrus more than yeah. she did Chris. I can't remember if it was in this scene or somewhere else, but she's like, wow, it seems like uh, we get along a lot better than me and Chris. Is this the point where she says to him, like, do you think I deserve Chris? Or is that later? No, that's like Much the end later. of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like we have more in common than Kristen and I. And Cyrus is just like, God damn it. (laughs) Then they're walking again and they just happen across a random street rap battle. Yeah. That is between a white guy and a guy named Revelation, who's black. And Revelation ends up winning. They're they're pretty good, you know. And then, of course, it's Lord of the Bling. Yeah, he's just there. And then he lays into Cyrus being like, you a punk-ass bitch, bus boy, motherfucker. (laughs) And then Cyrus is just like, come on, uh, Roxy, let's (laughs) Let's go. go. So, again, here he's still so shy. He can't just, like, you know, he doesn't want to expose himself, I guess, to to Roxy here. I think some of column A, some of column B. Yeah. So then Cyrus, with that whole church conversation stuff, convinces Roxy to come and perform at the church at Sunday service, and she ends up performing, I think, the song she sang as a kid or whatever yeah, all those years Yeah, she doesn't ago. have her auto-tune stuff. She's just singing. The, like, everybody loves it. The mom loves it. Everybody loves it. it it's a fun It's, it's a, a nice good gospel song. song called Good to Be Home, but then Papa Jacob. He pops up afterwards and gives us, I thought it was, like, coincidentally targeted at Roxy, but no, the sermon ends up just being, like, Look at all these people, the, the youth today, where they... He said, it's all this hip-hop-cracy. What? He says hip-hop-cracy, like, like hypocrisy, but he says oh, hip-hop, okay. hip-hop-cracy. You could have... Eh, I don't know. I, I don't know how to deliver that. Ja- yeah, Jacob doesn't have the same delivery, have delivery as Pastor Jacob. No. Uh, but yeah, it's the idea of like, oh, you go out and do this whole thing, you know, this un-God or unchristian-like behavior, and you come back, uh, you know, one time a year to be good again. Yeah, he he def- he certainly doesn't like the way that she dances in her music videos. So yeah, the idea is like, she did do a nice job at church today, but she's a, she's a hoochie mama. <laughs> yeah, like, like Jacob's issue is he just thinks that the concept of rap is bad. 
because he's never really listened yeah, to the it's lyrics very, of it. Very basic. He, he never listens to the lyrics of it. He just knows that oh, it's a rap song. It's that rap rubbish. And just thinks it's bad. So Roxy gets upset and runs out of the church. Gail is pissed. His wife digs into Who, Pastor It's like Jacob. this is the first scene where she's really even a character. Yeah, and she's like, you're going to go apologize to that poor girl tomorrow? You ain't sleeping in my damn bed tonight. So Pastor Jacob has to sleep on the couch. And then, yeah, the mom says, oh, it says here in the local newspaper, the Atlanta yes. Times or whatever, that Roxy is going to be at the shoot. The video shoot for Truth's new single. So you better be there tomorrow. At that shoot, Chris is lip-syncing, of course. I mean, that's typical behavior for a music shoot. But it seems like he's not really matching the lyrics super well. Because he sucks. And he's the director's really like, oh, do you want me to, like, you know, should we do some zoom pickup in. footage? And- should we zoom in when you're rapping? He's like, no, zoom as far up as possible. Like, in fact, like, only zoom in when I'm not singing. And I guess it wasn't as far away as I thought. So this is where Roxy starts to question whether, like, she's, you know, if she really has feelings for Chris and whether, like, she is maybe good enough for him. Meanwhile, Chris is chasing every girl. He's in like, town. yeah, man, I-, I can get I can get everything right now. I just got the burger. But, you know, son, I want the fries and I want the shake. I want the whole value meal. And then, you know, Cyrus is obviously like pissed because he likes, you know, um, Roxy. So he's like, oh, man, well, she's so real. Chris and- as well, but he's just like. I just want to fuck all these girls. Yeah. No, I mean, Which that, is, that's, that's why I was like, this has to be like, they have to be 18 or older because like they're 15 for Disney channel <laughs> to have it be like, I mean, obviously like kids have sex in high school. I, I, I mean, not yeah, that me and but, Jacob know about that. No, would not. <laughs> but, but yes, they are certainly implying like they're hooking up or something. Yeah, It's like, what does this mean? Why would Chris be so interested in all of these different girls? Tasting all this different food. In the context of Disney channel, it's like, does he just want to, like, kiss? Or if he's like, I want to know what their hands all, feel like when I, I hold hands with I want to know all that different lip gloss tastes like or whatever, you know. Yeah. Whatever the case is, yeah. this all comes to a screeching halt when <clears throat> Cyrus's dad shows up. So he's, so he's looking for Roxy, obviously, to apologize. And Roxy's talking to Cyrus. And Papa doesn't immediately freak out. Yeah, he gives a genuine apology. He does first, apologize. But then he's like, is that my son of a bitch, son? <laughs> yeah, and he kind of just goes off on him. He's like, oh, why are you here? And he's like, dad, I work here. Well, he doesn't even say dad, I work here. I think his boss. So first he's just like offended that his son would be at yes. a video, a rap video shoot. But then the owner Levi of the bar, comes and he's like, hey, I need to bust the tables or whatever. Because we didn't establish, I forgot to establish, that the video shoot is happening at the club yes, off, the street. off the street. So then Cyrus, or the boss comes up and he's like, oh man, Cyrus, this is going to take forever for us to clean up afterwards. And his dad's like, what do you mean? You work here? It's like, dad, this is what I love. I love my music. You'll never understand it. And he's like, boy, you better come home right now. And he's like, Papa, I, it wouldn't be right to my boss, Levi, if I he, leave. Well, he, that was much more polite than he was. He's like, no, yeah. I have an obligation to him. Yeah. But then it's funny because he just goes home then and gets chewed out. It's like, boy, you're grounded and yeah. you don't work there anymore. But he looked cool in front of the people there for the time Standing being. Up. Standing up to Papa Jacob. Past the Jacob. So while Cyrus is kind of... Uh, confined to his house by being grounded roxy visits while that's happening chris's single has been released and you know it was like the number one on the charts there's uh a cab with a advertisement for the single on it that's is that being driven by lord of debling and he's dropping people off but he's a cab driver yeah so then it's the other thing is like they don't really establish that like lord of debling is not like that much older than them so then it's like is this 15-year-old driver? So that's why I questioned again, that 15-year-old. I mean, that's just what it says on Wikipedia, I assume. I don't know if this is somehow based on a book. So the actor was born in 1992, so he would have been 20. Yeah. He, as I said, he didn't look 15. No, he definitely wasn't. He had a haunted look to him. <laughs> he sees some shit. Exactly. He's been on a multi-year sitcom. So is is this about the time that Papa discovers the, the rap notebook? Yeah, it's all mixed up in here. As as you said, Roxy comes and visits him, and she's just like, oh, I got a lot on my mind. I just needed somebody to come talk to. I'm not, like, connecting with Chris anymore. I don't know what's going on. He doesn't seem interested in anything I'm interested in. Yeah. And, yeah, his dad comes across as, like, 
lyric notebook and he's we see him like scratching he's his like chin smiling he's like yeah okay yeah i'm into this good beat son of mine and cyrus confronts chris then because he's seen that like roxy's getting conflicted of being like am i good enough for chris what's yeah. going on here and then he just seen chris hitting on girls constantly yeah so i mean yeah like he said obviously he's gonna be upset like the scene though where where roxy's talking to, to cyrus about he's like oh am i even good enough and he's like are you are you fucking kidding me right now are you joking are you pulling about my leg you're good enough for bitch ass chris <laughs> yeah. over there like I'm surprised these two are even friends. I mean, Chris kind of has a little redemption later, but... And then, I can't remember where it is. There's, like, a moment where it's like, oh, Chris is taking me to a jazz museum, which is, like, an idea that Chris got from Cyrus. But then he pulls out because he wants to watch America's Funniest Home Videos? Something like that. It's very know. odd. It's all, it's all a blur in He's my like, mind. He's like, nah, right girl, now. I got a pass. I got, you know, other obligations. So Cyrus really lays into Chris here saying... You can pop and lock, but otherwise you got no fucking musical talent. Yeah. And Chris is like, well, you're a good rapper, but you're too scared to perform. You ain't got no guts or heart. And then they start to fight. And then Levi fight, comes fight, in fight. and is like, get the fuck out of my club. Yeah, no no bad mojo in here. So then it's the night Not of the big game. The big game, yeah. The big big rap contest. What was it called? The Grand, Grand Slam, Slam rap contest. Yeah, Grand the Grand Slam. And Cyrus is trying to sneak out because he's still kind of grounded or whatever. But he runs into Papa, who's like, I saw you had good Christian values in your lyrics. He's like, I had this whole idea about rap music always being wrong and nasty and dirty. The devil's devil's music. You were talking about how much you love your mama, like Tupac and Kanye. (laughs) He's like, these are are some... And all the other rappers that talk about how much they love their mama. (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. And and he's like, you know, these are actually some real wholesome Christian values, son of mine. You go, you go preach about the Lord and love. And me and your mom are going to come to the contest. Yeah, and they show up and, oh, Papa's lit to the music. He loves all the rap music. So first Cyrus finds Chris backstage because Cyrus immediately feels guilty. He's like, oh, I'm going to send my friend out there and he's going to get laughed at more than people laugh at me. And I don't want that to happen. Yeah, they they talk a little bit, and I I think this is kind of where they're like, okay, we just got to let the cat out of the bag, isn't it? Well, it ends up that they're saying that they both are essentially jealous of each other. Like, Chris is like, well, you had all this talent and lyrics, and I wish I had that. And Cyrus is like, I wish I was hot, like. (laughs) (laughs) You're just so fucking attractive, man. And it's like, oh, we are the perfect combination for each other. Yeah, so they, they make up. They don't make out, but they make up, and they're kind of cool. But yeah, they're, they're like, okay, we need to like... And Chris says, you deserve to be with Roxy. So then, yeah. essentially, they are going to have Cyrus go out for... To perform. What for Chris truth. was going to be doing. Yes. Although the song that they perform is a little kind of, I don't know. And while this is all happening, there's been kind of a through line that we haven't talked about between Roxy and her manager... Where her manager's trying to get her to wear dumb dresses. Yeah, some weird, like, silver boots. It's it's kind of like looking like Nicki Minaj or Lady Gaga of the era. Pink hair, like a pink wig, really all this silver stuff. The idea that she's not being herself, even with her music, with the vocoding. And then she's dressing weird and it's all, like, you know, not herself. So she's going to not wear, she's going to wear, like, a basic-ass dress. She's going to use her natural voice. She still looks good, though. There you go, Jacob, telling you which which of the young girls he's into. She looks good. Uh, Roxy, played by Coco Jones. Coco Jones. Who has a good singing voice. And then, yeah, Roxy goes out, and she is performing the song Me and You with her natural voice. And they had already established, so this is kind of a weird musical moment here, but they established earlier in the movie that Cyrus was writing this song as if it was going to be a conversation between. So was he planning to sabotage her the whole time? No, I don't think it is. But he was always like, oh, let's do this as like it's a a song or as a conversation between you and Chris. But then when it's actually performing, the the lyrics are being sung. So specific. Well, yes, he calls out Chris. Oh, you thought I was Chris, but no, that was a miss. No, he doesn't say like, you thought I was like a different guy or whatever. But then he calls her Roxy in the song. Yeah. So then it plays out as a conversation. So it's a little contrived, especially with how a lot of the other music numbers have gone in this movie. But it's a still it's a still a very compelling scene. No, and it, it's a it's, good song. It, yeah, it really catches her off guard. Papa, Jacob's like really into it. The mama's into it. I mean, the whole, I mean, everybody's into the song. They're, they're digging it. Like, like at first they're kind of surprised that it's to see Cyrus as opposed to Chris. 
But Roxy. She's not into it. She finishes the song. Though. She's she a professional. Finish it, and then she kind of storms off and cries in her dressing room. And Cyrus catches up to her. Cyrus and Chris go to her. And she order. slaps Cyrus. It's, it's kind of weak. It's no. like, uh, The sound effect is good, but they didn't, didn't have a good enough wind-up Not for a good it. visual. Nah. Cyrus apologizes for not being honest. He's like, I know you wanted to be with Chris because he was hot, and that's why I didn't feel like I could stand up. But she's like, I didn't care about what he looked like. I just I just cared what his lyrics were saying to me or something. He spoke to me. Yeah. I wanted somebody real. And real. I apologize. I don't know what my dog is getting pissed. Uh, into. Usually he does not bark this long. So I don't know. There must be somebody standing like exactly outside the, oh, no. <laughs> with the dog or something. But we're just going to roll with it. Yeah. Lord of Dabling was one of the finalists at this Grand Slam contest. Yeah. Along with that street battle rapper, Revelation. So and he wins. He so, wins off camera. So Cyrus, a.k.a. Truth, the real Truth, has to deliver, because Roxy refuses to hand out the award. So Truth has to go out there and gives the award to him. But then it's not over. Lord of the Bling. Lord of the Bling starts talking shit again, right? He starts talking He's smack. Like, this motherfucker! And he had this great line of, is it Truth? Or Baby Ruth. Oh. Horrible. Oh. Uh, but Cyrus finally now has the confidence to push back, and they, the two rap of them, battle. have a rap battle. They wrap it, and they battle it. Honestly, Lord of the... Bl- or, Kills sorry, it. Lord of Dabling Wins. But he doesn't. Much better, and much, you know, he's very visceral Flow, with his delivery. Yeah, his, 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 his facial emotion. But Cyrus wins because... Yeah. And it's, to be fair, Lord kind of is like, you're like a church boy. You're not a real rapper. Yeah, but but then... Cyrus is Cyrus just like, you're a fucking taxi cab yeah, driver. like his, his his whole winning line is, you're a taxi cab driver. Yeah, I don't remember all the lyrics. And like, no, it's like, oh, you're fronting that you're all about this bling, but yeah. really you're poor. Because he starts like, throwing dollar bills back at him or something. Everybody's got to start from somewhere, and that's just the rap culture. You always got to talk about the bling. Yeah, I mean, like, like we were saying, I, I didn't like the the mocking or the, you know, the dissing, the having a job aspect of it. I was like, that's kind of weak. I don't know. He, he's a Christian man. Like, his father wouldn't be approving of this music, although Papa Jacob, yes, Papa Jacob's loving this. He's like, yeah, get that mother. He's hamming it up going, oh, uh, yes. shit. Yeah, we, we, we get a lot of fun facial reactions from Father Jacob. So then, yeah, the crowd decides that Cyrus wins, so then he takes the trophy from yeah. Lord well, yes. Well, so the, the guy handing out the trophy is like, can he give it to Lord of the Brings? And he does like one of those psychs. He's like, oh. And then he, and then Lord of the Brings like, oh, shit. And he gets all pissy and runs off. It was very odd, like, because that's something that happens in, like, other DCOMs or just in movies in general. Where it's like, oh, the bully is actually a bully because, you know, like, of his life circumstances. So... It's like, oh, Cyrus maybe should have felt bad for Lord of the Blood because he's, you know, got to be a taxi cab driver. Yeah. But he's like, nah, I'm going to use it as ammunition. Yeah. <laughs> kill, kill, kill. So everybody loves Cyrus and they're like, yo, he's legit. But Roxy, still mad. The next day, as she's like leaving her hotel, though, Chris catches up to her and he's like, hey, it was my idea to lie to you. Yeah, he he kind of busts it all down. He's like, it was my fault. Chris was just trying to have my back because, you know, he, he thought that you and I had a thing and he, he wanted to respect me as a bro. And he's like, you know, he just wanted to do the right thing. And, and, she, and like her manager's like, oh, we got to go. We got to go. And then Roxy's like, okay, sorry, got to go. And then their limo takes off. And then everybody's rolling up to Sunday church, church. service. Yeah, Chris even shows up. And his dad's like, oh, the prodigal son returns. Yes. This heathen boy is coming to church. <laughs> And then Roxy shows up in her limo. limo. Yeah, the limo shows up. Oh, okay. She has some, I don't know, cute line about, like, it's like, oh, we're meeting each other after all this time again. Yeah. Because now uh, Cyrus is being honest. Yes. And they hug. And then we get a great final music number. They go sing some spirituals. Where? Let it shine, let it shine. Yes, it is Roxy and Cyrus backed up by the church choir. Fun. uh, Great scene. Another kind of gospel mixed with hip-hoppy music very fun i say best song in the movie question mark yeah. best song ever question wow mark. i mean it is the title of the movie so and as jacob was saying there is uh refrains of let it shine or what have you yeah and then it ends there's uh chris is dancing in like the aisles popping and locking hell as he yeah does. freeze frame and then freeze frames just on roxy and cyrus like hugging and that's the end of the movie. No. 
bloopers but they're not even bloopers no, it's poopers. The, that manager we never talked about she just always could never remember cyrus's name cyclone cyclops and just gives... cypress paper oh just cypress sorry i know cyrus. i'm just trying to move on because we're gonna try to end this soon because my dog is losing its damn mind. yeah i don't know what's <laughs> going on out there so that was let it shine uh fun movie yeah overall long, i think it's a very movie. solid movie uh that like i don't have a lot to really like knock it for Ding it on yeah but just it didn't like connect with me the most compared to like some other movies so it's like in a way i like camp rock 2 more even though like let it shine is a more grounded and probably better movie but like camp rock 2 is just like, more fun and kind of like and hammy yeah, and over stuff. the top so I I mean yeah like this one wasn't like a wasn't a magical movie but no, it, it, it was shit. why even bother it was it, it was like something that could actually happen I suppose I don't know I mean Coach like, Carter yeah I mean it's 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 pretty intense like the whole oh I'm gonna win a hip hop thing and become the next number one star but I mean I don't know it could happen I mean it's just like a a sped up version of like American Idol yeah or whatever. yeah it it could happen it could happen to me yeah 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 I'm Lucas and I'm here to say. I like decoms in a serious way. Oh. So that was Let It Shine. If you want to let us know how shiny it was for you, you can write us at a whole new pod at gmail.com. N- never remember? Yes. Before we move too never much forget. further, never remember. Hmm. Could Cyrus or Chris posing in Cyrus have stopped Ooh. 9-11? Well, you got two bodies. I doubt it. I say no, but compared yeah. to some of the other DCOMs or characters they have a better we talked shot. about, I think maybe Al-Qaeda could have even found something to appreciate in Cyrus's uh, music. Deep meaning, because yeah. At least at a, a basic level, having good Christian values yeah. could also be good uh, Muslim values <laughs> because, you know, there are shared aspects between christianity judaism and islam well there you so go so it's you know you're making could, a case it could be worse they you know if chris was on not chris cyrus is on one of those planes chris like, hey, chris's planes are crashing They're big gonna... big big fan but we are still going to crash <laughs> this and and like radio rebel chris would just sorry cyrus would he would just, be so shy yeah he'd be too scared he'd be too shy <laughs> and lord of bling would be like hey i knew a guy on that plane he was a total bitch ass motherfucker. He <laughs> took my goddamn trophy from me. What an asshole. <laughs> Planes are going down. Planes are going down. Stocks <laughs> are going up. Uh, all right. Thank you for that. Thank you, Jacob. Uh, you can find us, a whole new pod, on Twitter at AWN Pod, run by our friend Dustin, who. Dustin, he's going to be on a pod coming up in a few episodes, I think. Okay, I don't know. This is news to me. Like uh, How to Make a Boy or something? Oh, that's an infamous one. I've come across... uh, I mean, I've already come across like other like YouTubers making videos about Disney Channel original movies, but Danny Gonzalez, who I used to watch like years ago, but he's a fairly popular YouTuber. He's made a number of Disney Channel original movie review videos like Radio Rebel. I think he did How to Build a Better Boy pixel perfect which is a crazy movie i haven't watched all of those videos because they're like a half hour long and i'm like i've watched the movies and done a podcast on them the idea that hey we get some cross traffic you know we'll get like two views to like two million yeah it's, it's, a, it's a great system out there well. but speaking of youtube you can find us at youtube.com slash a whole new pod closing in on i think a quarter of a million views really okay yeah that doesn't like pop up in a YouTube studio view, really. Two hundred and forty-eight thousand. Wow. Six hundred and ninety-four. And all of those are exactly full views of every single video. Those are on. They're all. They're all <laughs> they all come from the thirteenth year. Almost fifty thousand. Uh, Cadet, Cadet Kelly, Kelly is forty-four thousand. Yeah, pretty up there as well. Uh, as well as you can find us at Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, all of that good stuff. Like and review us wherever is relevant. Spread the word. Especially as we get into the holidays, you know, people doing more traveling. Hey, give somebody a recommendation of your favorite episode or write in some of your favorite episodes or moments to us in comments or emails. Because if enough people actually send me some of those things, maybe I can come up with some kind of compilation. Oh, there you go. Approaching 
episode 100. Almost, and, uh, yeah, it's coming yeah, up. A few months from now. I just certainly don't want to have to re-listen to every episode to try, like, to find the five times we were actually funny. Uh, I don't want to just be mean-spirited and me dunking on Jacob as <laughs> the best moments of the podcast. Maybe that's Jacob's contribution. Jacob, you listen to yeah. all of our podcast oh, episodes man. again. Get the good bits. Well, we do have something, and we've talked about this, I think, during our Halloween episode. We didn't. We we did a what, Christmas movie around then. Or, yes. And, no, and so now we have. We a, should still be on track to have a special Halloween Christmas girl movie. versus monster. Yep. Yeah, that'll be our next one. As well as Ooh. if we can get our hands on a certain. Holiday themed Mountain Dew flavor oh, yes. to sample on the next episode. Fingers crossed. With that, I'm just going to say happy holidays to everybody because I think, I don't know, maybe Hanukkah pops up somewhere in yeah. between the next time maybe. we record or something. It's, it's you know. possible. Judah Maccabee, oh, hell of a Judah. guy from what Gotta, I, gotta go I back and watch that one. Full Court Miracle. Iconic. And yeah, be good to each other. And I'm going to go see what the hell's been going on with my yeah. dog. <laughs> I broke up with my ex-girl. Here's a number. Psych! That's the wrong number! does that make you feel? What? Spit that. Sweet dollar tea from McDonald's. Yep. I drink that. Super hot fire. I spit that. Two and a half men. I watched that. That show is hilarious, though. Hold it down, hold it down, hold it down, hold it down. I'm not a rapper. All right, check me out. Glasses, jacket, shirt. Call me glasses, jacket, and shirt man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Call him that. Mm -hmm. I'll call me super hot boy, 100 degrees, leather jacket, cause I'm super hot boy. Oh! I'm not a rapper. It's super hot. I'm not a rapper.